to Very Amusing, your one-stop shop for the stories, secrets, and shenanigans of a popcorn-fueled theme park journalist. I'm Carly Wiesel, and I have had a very Disney day. Today, I went to the Bowers Museum in California to see the Inside the Walt Disney Archives 50 Years of Preserving the Magic exhibit, and it was great! I went with my friend Jeffrey. He is the host of D23 Inside Disney podcast. I guess that makes us podcast buds we were buds before we had podcasts but now i guess it's just a couple of audio hosts out on the town doing disney stuff like looking at animation cells and costumes from films wow i guess i I don't think of myself as a podcast person but i guess i should wow wow so much has changed in the past four minutes in my brain (laughs) anyway i did that today i went to downtown disney it was nice to be back i'm going back to the park next week i'm very sorry to anyone who is not from california and has to hear that and it's like a dagger through their heart but i hope you understand that uh i'm just i'll try to make my joy spread out throughout the world now i am and this is not this is nothing to do with this episode but i am going somewhere special this week I'm going to Las Vegas. I don't do any of the things that city is known for. I do not gamble, save for putting a few dollars in a Dolly Parton machine because it plays her music. So I consider it a jukebox with an activity. I'm not here to win money. I'm just here to have a good time. And I'm going to Las Vegas because I am finally going to the new Meow Wolf exhibit. I've wanted to go for so long since before the pandemic, since the before times. And I just, oh. I just can't, I can't wait. I can't wait. A midweek little semi-work vacation trip? Oh my God, the earth is healing. Now, I'm just gonna get to it this week because we have maybe one of the most bizarre, interesting, cool, weird, and wild episodes lined up for this season. I'm not gonna ruin anything by saying anything up front. Let me save the fancy words I already recorded for later, but it's... It's a doozy, and I highly recommend if you're listening to it and you're not driving, you're like at a desk or at your phone or just sitting, that you maybe pull up the thing we're talking about, either on YouTube or just photos of it. I'm going to post photos all over social media so you'll be covered. It is one of the coolest things I've ever seen in my life. It takes a lot for me (laughs) to be taken aback. I, I mean, I'd love to be entertained, but it's a lot for me to just sit back and go, whoa, and that happened from this. So I'm not going to take away from your opportunity to feel that. So we're going to head right into this week's episode. I hope you enjoy it. I hope you're happy the podcast is back because I sure am. There's so much stuff coming up. Oh my God. I can't believe I haven't spoiled next week's for you. Can't believe I haven't even spoiled this week's for you. I'm just going to let her rip. So uh, here's this week's episode. Enjoy. Our family has grown. Welcome to the world, Hannah baby. Introducing a new collection, Hannah Soft, made with Tencel. It's so breathable, with stretchy comfort for all of baby's first moments. And it's cool and gentle on their skin all year round. Entrusted Hannah quality for your most precious gift. Hannah Soft, made to last. Shop now at hannahanderson.com. When I attended Disneyland's opening day on April 30th and finally rode Space Mountain for the first time in 13 months, I felt nothing but extreme deja vu. 
Walking through those hallways, approaching that space station loading bay, plopping down in the two-by-two vehicles, it didn't take me back to the before times when we'd use our annual passes to come and go as we pleased. It took me back to earlier this year when I walked those hallways, approached that station, and plopped down in a seat all while sitting at my desk inside my home. I hadn't been to the park since last March, but I had been to Disneyland because Disneyland and all its rides, characters, and unexpected magic now lives online. No matter where you live, it's now possible to ride the Disneyland Railroad past a full-scale reproduction of the Grand Canyon diorama, spot Easter eggs on Splash Mountain, and even tilt through banked curves in vehicles sporting those uncannily friendly cars eyeballs on Radiator Springs Racers, which sits, of course, at the far scenic end of a Route 66-inspired enclave. These parks may be open again in real life, but so many people are still unable to go. Now, on Minecraft, there is a way for everyone to visit Disneyland each and every day, no matter where they live. This digital Disneyland is the product of Imagine Fun, a cohort of co-owners who, naturally, go by the preferred term, Imagineer. Founded by Nicholas, aka Mouska Gamer, and Slinks MC. Three others came on board shortly thereafter. Connor Hollish, who goes by iMod, Cam Zano, and Sean Gauss, or Midnight B. It began in 2018, but soared to popularity last year after YouTuber and friend of the show, Mr. Cheesy Pop, posted a video. And a few TikToks later, they were fully viral. At one point, they had so much traffic on the server, it was accidentally misinterpreted as a cyber attack. I never thought I'd end up interested in a Minecraft creation. I don't know what it is about this digital place, though. It jogs your memory like the real thing. Sure, it's a facsimile in the same way a scratch-and-sniff sticker isn't an actual slice of watermelon, but it tickles your brain in this way where it hazily overlaps with your theme park nostalgia, your recollection of being on a ride vehicle, and your deeply held memories. Sitting at my MacBook watching a ride-through of a Disney California Adventure attraction is a far cry from securing that seatbelt and pulling the yellow strap over my waist in Anaheim. But in a strange, foggy way, it's closer than you'd think. It just feels like a dream you're remembering once again. How is it all even possible? Well, Minecraft. If you're like me, a woman who is at the age where her peers don't play it, but isn't around children who talk about it constantly, you may not know exactly what Minecraft is. Thankfully, I knew of one person who could help talk me through it. Hi, my name is Max, but you can call me Max Layton. I am seven years old, and I like to play Brawl Stars, Among Us, Minecraft, and Roblox, and other suggestions that you suggest. Oh, yeah. You may know my friend Leah from Love and Lion, a wonderful online shop, but we're clearly not here to talk to her. She graciously lent me her expert son, Max, who, as you heard, is a bit of an emerging YouTube superstar under the name The Max Laser. Also, for full disclosure, the account is parent-run. He asked for it years ago and they caved. This isn't a Hollywood mom situation. Trust me. To bring us up to speed, here's Max to give you a rundown of the actual game and everything it's capable of. (laughs) 
a lot of people don't know what Minecraft is. So are you yeah. able to explain it to someone who might have never heard of Minecraft at all? Uh, yes, I can explain. I mean, basically, it's a game where if you're in survival mode, you're trying to survive and make a house and, and try to find some food. And basically, in creative mode, you can just, you don't have to worry about getting killed by any mobs, which mobs are zombies, creepers, <laughs> piglins. You won't have to worry about any of that. And you can just build whatever you want with all the resources that you have in creative mode, and you will not run out. Whoa. So what's your favorite? Do you prefer creative mode? Yeah, it's way more fun. What's your favorite thing to do when you're playing Minecraft? Well, I love to build and you can also fly. You can fly? But in survival mode, you cannot fly. Oh, yeah. No wonder you'd prefer the other mode. You've built stuff in it, I assume. I built millions. Millions of things? Millions. Whoa. Okay. I what's built a modern rustic castle. I built a whole entire dinosaur and then I added a crown on it. I built a creeper cafe. I have uh, built a giant soda. I built literally everything. Literally everything. Max went on to explain his many impressive builds, but to break it down, Minecraft is a platform for gameplay, but also to dream up entire digital worlds. Think of it like a paint-by-number kit. You can use it to do exactly what it's intended for, or you can use those little break-apart circles of paint to create anything you'd like. And if you're Nicholas Capaloni, its founder, you use that paint kit, plus a couple of aerial photos, Google Maps satellite images, blueprints, and robust memories of a SoCal theme park to fully digitize the happiest place on Earth for guests worldwide to enjoy, for free, 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Now, you have to understand, this Minecraft Disneyland isn't just aesthetics or a simple backdrop. This is a living, breathing park inside your computer with real guests, entertainment, rides, stores, and souvenirs. It's not just the facade of Splash Mountain. You can walk an entire recreation of the queue, board a log, and ride it, synced to the soundtrack as many times as you'd like. You can shop at the Main Street Emporium, load up a park map, and even pull a fast pass for Indiana Jones Adventure if, you know, you just don't feel like walking the actual queue. There's even a real entertainment times guide where you can keep track of fireworks every Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday, or when the next very real character meet and greet is. Ends up, they're just as popular in here as they are in Anaheim. In order to ensure everyone gets to meet Tiana, they cut the line for a three-hour meet-and-greet after a single hour. That's how many people are playing this. While there are other theme park Minecraft servers, only this one goes as deep as the real fans crave. The details are extensive and accurate, right down to statist guests like DVC, Club 33, and annual pass holders. Folks who are given those elite titles by paying money, actual money, which goes straight towards the hefty costs of hosting the server. I say guests, of course, because as much as this is something Nicholas and his collaborators created, they treat it with the same gravity as though they were CEOs and portfolio executives for the actual company. Except 
Nicholas is a college student who just turned 20 and now majors in digital media art. But as you'll hear, he spends a lot of time and effort keeping this massive project afloat. Prior to Disneyland's reopening, we spent about an hour and a half walking through the game, screen sharing while riding rides, and even taking a behind-the-scenes peek into how they develop these seemingly real spaces. We had to tuck away in private mode because within minutes of standing in a digital Disneyland esplanade, which is where this adventure, of course, also begins, he's suddenly mobbed by guests, needing to hover above them as they toss green particles out of a magic wand, bump their avatars up close to him, and try to get on-screen FaceTime. In a weird way, it's quite reminiscent of Walt Disney himself being mobbed by guests for autographs as he walked down Main Street. And as you'll soon find out, it's not the only eerie similarity to the actual parks. Now, it's Minecraft, so everything looks a little blocky. But when Nicholas and I walked through, he put on shaders. And as you'll hear, I was absolutely floored. It's the real deal. A small warning, you may hear some typing in the background, and that's just because, well, we're bopping around in what's essentially a video game. Only in this application, it's so much more. To all who come with us to this happy digital place, welcome. It looks like you're entering Disneyland. Exactly. And there's the Ernest S. Marsh. We only have the one train engine, but... Oh, you you only have the one full just the train. One. Just the one full train. Oh my god, there's coming out of it oh yeah it, it, it has smoke and everything you can actually go on hop off at every station anything we could incorporate into it i wanted to incorporate into it so at this point what percentage of the park's rides do you have so we have 29 rides open at this point in time not including the two that we took down for refurbishment so it's going to be 32 by the end of the month I noticed that uh, you have Twilight Zone, Tower of Terror. Are you are you keeping it as that, or are you planning to ever change that over to Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout? We do plan to convert it eventually. We do have a plan for actually keeping both at once, and that plan just involves uh, rebuilding 2001 California Adventure Cough. So that's what we're going to do, is we're going to make a separate server with the old California Adventure, because I grew up with it. I'm nostalgic for it. I would like to have that world. So with Bugs Land and Tower of Terror, once Avengers Campus comes along, these can stay in that park and be around for people to experience still, and also be a time capsule for the parks, because it's nice to have that archive somewhere. It's nice to have that publicly available for people to say, oh yeah, this happened, this was here. And I, I really don't want to, you know, make it go away. I love Tower of Terror, but I also love Guardians. So having both is important to me. I I, I mean, I've seen some in my day and I don't think I've ever seen anything like this. It's, it's pretty one of a kind. The way that this Minecraft Disneyland Resort mimics a hazy memory of going to a theme park is... It is very close. Like those two laid upon each other. It feels like you're just traveling back in your own mind, not like you're inside some sort of gameplay. Oh my god, yeah, we're we're on Heimlich. We have leaderboards for each ride, so you can uh, see how many times people have ridden the rides. They compete to get like the top spot. Right now, this person we opened this ride for reference on Friday, which was uh, five days ago, and they have ridden it seventeen hundred times <laughs> <laughs> since Friday. They have what? a combined total of one day, 19 hours of ride time. 
wait, in wait, five wait, days. Wait, wait, They've wait, spent wait, wait. two fifths of their time on this ride in the past five days. And this isn't, you can't automatically be on the ride. Like, you can't just no, set. No, you actually have to, it, it, it goes like, it, it kicks you off at the end of the ride. Like, it all dis disappears. Then you have to rejoin the ride. Oh, this is the first ride I just realized to open with closed captioning. So, one, one big thing to me is accessibility. Like, I am all for accessibility to everyone. Everything we do from the beginning, I told when our, we first brought on our head uh, developer, I said, uh, there's one thing that I need, and it's everything needs to be accessible and customizable. I don't like when people have to deal with something they don't want to deal with. So, warping. You can actually warp to different places in the park instead of having to walk there. That's important to me. Um, closed captioning, we finally just got around to adding, and we're slowly rolling it out to different rides. Um, because I have to type all the script myself and time it out to the audio. So this is all by hand. So it take, it's a process, but I'm slowly getting around to every ride I can and adding this. So it's accessible to people who just can't hear. Like, they don't get to hear the audio. But I still want them to experience the ride experience. So that is important to me. Inclusivity is such a huge thing to me. So we have a lot of Pride merchandise um, in the Emporium. Let me go to the Emporium real quick. I love the Emporium. 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 There we go. <laughs> Got the little window displays, too. I love the window displays. Okay. Oh. I have not been in the Emporium in over a year. And this is the Emporium. Like, I'm yep. here. We got the little, uh, these things, the little uh, displays, I suppose. Oh, my. You have everything. It was so hard to find some of this stuff. Like, there's Neither this weird... just my pass a lounge fly backpack? Yeah, there's, yeah, there's, yeah, the lounge flies. <laughs> Are these actual employees? They're NPCs. So, like, they sit here all the time and you can buy, like, anything from them. So I can buy, like, my buy ears or pan ears or any. We have as many flags as we could think of. Oh, my God. Wait, you, so you did a riff on, like, the general pride Mickey Mouse ear hat. And yeah, and then we just everything. made every single one. Yeah, we made like everything we could think of, like trans, um, asexuals here, like anything, aromantic. That's all represented. It's really important to me that people feel like, hey, look, you are included. You are accepted here. You are welcome here. Making sure people do feel included is like one of my top priorities. So having all that merchandise is really important to me. So for something like buying ears, can you break down, like, does, does that cost real money? Do you have to spend real money to get... Oh, of course not. No, 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 no. No, I'm, again, I, like I said, I don't like the business aspect of it. You can support us if you want to. If you feel compelled to, I am very appreciative of all that support. That because There's a lot of people that do support us, so I'm so freaking thankful for that because it lets us keep doing what we're doing. But almost everything can get obtained with in-game currency, which you get from riding the rides. Every minute you ride a ride, you get a penny, and then you convert those pennies into these golden castle tokens that have, like, the castle on them, if you can kind of see. And then you can convert those, like, you can trade those in France. It's just like an in-game currency. So what you're saying is that even this version of Disneyland has Disney dollars. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. It's so surprising to me how... Obviously, I am I'm not at Disneyland right now, but it still uncannily is Disneyland. Yeah, I feel like that's, again, what sets us apart. The larger scale, I can look at any aspect of the park and I can say, yeah, this is somewhere. And of course, I've studied the park now top to bottom to make this. So I'm just obsessed with all the little details. I know every single tiny corner of the park. And being able to do that is crazy and really fun. And it really does set us apart because everything is built from scratch differently. It, it just feels different. You go to Adventureland, it's way different than Frontierland. And 
these little details, like the the lamps on the lamppost changing. That is awesome. If you're able to quantify it, how much time does it take to to make a pair of ears versus to create the interior of a dark ride? Like how much time do the small tasks to the big tasks typically take? That's a good question. Wow. Um, if I had to say the full interior of a dark ride from beginning to end, if we were actually motivated to like work on it fast and quick, um, probably four or five days, maybe a week to get that entire interior done and furnished and detailed. And then you would go in with the 3D models afterwards to really spruce it up. But that's like the base of it. And a pair of mouse ears can take as little as 10 minutes. <laughs> oh, cool. With mouse ears, I have the base of mouse ears. I can just start recoloring, reworking different aspects of the ears to make the hat that I want to make. And then for other things like model-wise, stuff like the Radiator Springs Racers car, that took me six hours. <laughs> that took me like seven or eight hours, I think, in the end. I watched the ride-throughs on YouTube because oh, yeah. I was like, I don't know how long the learning curve of me being on Minecraft will be, which is long, so I'm glad <laughs> I did. Uh, yeah. And it looks like the fact, to me, the fact that the cars were banked, it's like every oh, yeah. every level of detail is so beyond what you think it would be. Like if you had just yeah. woken up, you would think this could be from a YouTube video that someone took in the park or like a photo of it, mm -hmm. but it's not. But it's not. You can experience it yourself. And that's what I love, too, is that so many people, no matter where you live, can go back to Disneyland. That's awesome. That's like the best feeling in the world to have. It really is just amazing. Like watching Fantasmic during like the pandemic brings me back personally. Like that, that hits hard. That really hits home. But for a lot of people, being able to actually walk into the park virtually, especially if you have a VR headset or something, that's amazing. That's just you're basically there at that point with the music and everything. It's just incredible. Can you explain the full process of creating a space within this theme park in Minecraft? Okay, so the main resources we use are one, any blueprints we can possibly find online. They're amazing and help us, especially if we want to lay out the track. Because once you lay out the track laid out, it's really easy to build around it. Um, so that Google Maps is a godsend. Uh, I love Google Maps. That's what we use to measure mostly is just maps, being able to see it from above. Um, and Photoshop, uh, being able to layer images like blueprints, especially with Fantasyland Dark Rides, over Google Maps and then over each other. That's really important to me as well. Because there's some things that blueprints, some blueprints are fan-made, so they get a little things wrong and you have to kind of correct those yourself as you go along and say, okay, the ride doesn't do this they were just putting that in because they didn't actually know what it did. So being able to correct that, it's a big process, but it, you know, pans out pretty well. So you're not like directly, you're not like taking in a YouTube video from something and directly somehow transferring that into, oh, no. a, you're, you're doing, this is by there's hand. no shortcut. No, this is by hand. Yeah, this is all by hand. Every single block or most blocks are placed by us. Sometimes we texture it with like commands we have, like we can actually texture it with things. So we'll build it out of a placeholder block and then redo it. Like these, this Cadillac range that you see right here, those were made by hand. Like we made those by hand. I designed it. I went back and forth, you know, from different perspectives trying to get it right. I had to measure, I had to take an altitude measurement with Google Earth to make sure it was the right height. And it panned out and turned out looking pretty good in my opinion. You know, it looks pretty good. <laughs> so just stuff like that. It's just, 
insane amount of work going back and forth trying to get it right. So it takes a long time, but it looks <laughs> amazing in the end. And then you get the final product of Cars Land looking as gorgeous as it does with all the neon signs and everything, which actually turn on at night. Things like that. It's just amazing. It is not lost on me that you are truly imagineering this digital space. Mm -hmm. You are building these things in the exact same way that Imagineers do within the park. Like they have a plan and that's how they build that Cadillac range. And then you're looking at that Cadillac range and like building a plan and then doing the same thing. I'm noticing that it's almost nighttime. Does that mean the lights are going to turn on? Yeah, they're going to turn on soon. Yeah, it's on the sun setting. So there they go. There they go. I can see them. There it goes. Look at that. Oh my gosh. We are in Radiator Springs in Disney California Adventure. The lights are turning on because the sun just went down. And it's just like when it happens in the park. Yep. It's all it's all phased. Yeah, they all randomly start to blink on. Every single detail, not even just having the right lights, not even just having them in the right space, not even just lighting them at night, but lighting them in the exact same way they do at the park. Yep, everything's got to be perfect down to the second. Like, I'm so into making sure it's all perfect. I need all those little things that work. When And then when they do work, you're like, oh my god, it works. <laughs> it's amazing. Okay, you know that feeling that everyone knows something that you don't? For me, that used to be Quint's. But no more. Quince is a truly astounding retailer, essentially carrying everything a person on your mood board would wear. We're talking washable silk blouses, chic leather bags, 14 karat gold jewelry, European linen dresses. And the best part of all is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They're up here with $50 Mongolian cashmere sweaters. $50! Beautiful, timeless items you can wear and actually live in. Meaning, you don't have to be scared to bring them on your theme park travels. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And if you're sensitive to retailers like I am, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. But it's not just your everyday work-life clothes. They have everything. I recently joined a new gym, big deal for me, and desperately needed new workout clothes to wear there. It's kind of like an LA gym. like, it kind of got to look cute. So I ordered a pair of their Ultraform bike shorts and high-rise pocket leggings. And when I tell you, the quality of these leggings is truly on par with brands I paid three times as much for, which really kind of makes me love these three times more. I'm not only going to buy them again, but actually buy the other travel stuff in my cart because they have things like beautiful pastel suitcases for 129 bucks and these wildly affordable compression packing cubes that I have been waiting forever to buy compression packing cubes and they're always so pricey and here the price fits. So if you want to get ready for work, your new gym, travel, anything in your life, go to Quince. Quince.com slash amusing will get you free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. Ooh, that's nice for someone who puts stuff off like I do. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash amusing to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash amusing. Our family has grown. Welcome to the world, Hannah baby. Introducing a new collection, Hannah Soft, made with Tencel. It's so breathable, with stretchy comfort for all of baby's first moments. And it's cool and gentle on their skin all year round. 
entrusted Hannah quality for your most precious gift. Hannah soft, made to last. Shop now at hannahanderson.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So, so this is truly a business. Uh, yeah, it's it's kind of evolved into a business, whether we like it or not. You know, it's I was so against it being a business at first. I was like, we can't make it business, guys. You know, we can't lose the vision of the personal project, making it perfect. But of course, you can do both pretty easily, <laughs> as it turns out. Is paying for the server the main monthly expense? Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely the main monthly expense. It's in the thousands somewhere. Oh, oh yeah. boy. Yeah, it costs a lot because, yeah, Minecraft uses a lot of resources. So you have to have a lot of different machines working together. <laughs> but... Do you ever just laugh <laughs> that you're like, uh, like a, a ticket to the park is a set amount of money and then you are paying so much more to keep a <laughs> fake park running? I know. It's weird. It feels weird sometimes. Uh, it's just the weirdest thing. Yeah, I, I always wonder how I got here. <laughs> I'm like, how did this chain of events of my life lead to this moment? This is crazy. Oh my gosh. How much time do you spend within the park on like a weekly basis? Too much. Like, I, I can assure you, it's like, I could probably bring out my statistics if I go to our web panel. It's not pretty. It's not okay. I'm on here almost all day, every day when I can be. Like, even if I'm in class, because uh, I am in college, uh, <laughs> I will be on the server either working or just sitting there, you know, just sitting there until I have time to work again. You know, I'm always on, which is kind of an issue, <laughs> but I'm going to ignore it. Can you explain meet and greets to me? Basically, we have staff members who... Of course, love portraying characters. I mean, who doesn't, right? It's, it's fun to be able to just let go, let loose. We have autograph books, and you can actually give them to the characters, and they sign it using a quote from the show or movies that they're in. So it's a random quote that it chooses. Um, I know we have a ton of characters. I recently added Bob Iger as a character, so look out for the Bob Iger meet and greet coming soon to a Disney near you. Uh, I we just have this giant database we had to create of characters where you can actually it's this new we developed this technology to do it where you can actually it's a catalog of them and we can choose who we want to be and then you can choose a variation of them so like Mickey okay Steamboat Willie Mickey or Steam or Christmas Mickey you know different um hats and things that like outfits we can make those happen so it's really fun and I love the meet and greet system. We announce it in our Discord. We have a Discord server. And so uh, we ping, hey, meet and greet people who want to see meet and greets. Come check it out. Um, this is where they are. We also have for our planned meet and greets, because we have meet and greets aside from just walk arounds that happen randomly, like they pop up, kind of like how Peter Pan will randomly pop up in Fantasyland. We have those. Mm -hmm. But we also have planned ones in advance. So we're going to have a bunch of Fantasyland characters having meet and greets. And those are going to have nice, really built out sets, as well as virtual cues so it's kind of like the rise of the resistance 
You did not system. build a virtual, a virtual queue for queue virtual system. Disneyland. We did. We had to. But <laughs> it means that you can ride rides while waiting to meet the characters. So I'm happy. And I'm excited because we actually have an excuse to use it for Rise of the Resistance whenever that opens. Because that's a technological leap and bound the way. But eventually we're going to use it for that. So I cannot believe your fake park has the same problems that the real park faces. I know. It's sad. I'm like, we've gotten to the point where we actually have the real problems of the real park where are we how did this happen oh my god <laughs> i know right now i just got an announcement on my screen that the dapper dans are performing stop it yeah i'm gonna i'll go see i'm gonna check that out i because I, 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 I am interested is that something that's automatically set or is that like because the character experiences are powered by actual people right they yeah these are real people so these are actual performers that are getting ready to yep there they are so the database system they they're able to run a command and it'll automatically change their name and costume for them into this character and then they can reset afterward are they dancing in they unison they are it's probably to the music <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of people at this show. Let me see if I can see. There's 66 people here right now on the server. On this that's, server. Honestly, that's sometimes more than you get on Main Street for the actual Dapper Dance. We had a, um, a, a character cavalcade once um, for like a princess month for February. And so we had people you know, walk down the street. And we had that. We had people lining up on the curb. And it was just the most, there's the weirdest experience I've seen. Like, I'm like, oh my God, this is so crazy. It's so realistic. It's it's like the real park. People are reserving spots 30 minutes in advance to see this. It's just amazing. It really is. Uh, I, I'm rarely speechless, but watching four people <laughs> perform as the Dapper Dans within this world is, is really getting me. I have to ask, do you prefer this to real Disneyland? Well, that obviously I don't think I can say that. It's a lot of stress, you know, having to deal with everything because I'm running a business. I'm running all these staff members. There's complaints. There's things. There's always so much stress attached to it. And I just haven't had a break for a year now. Like, it, I'm, it's mentally taxing. <laughs> Very mentally taxing. But I just being able to things like this, what you're seeing right now, I love it. Like, it's worth it for things like this. All these people enjoying themselves. It's just. It, it makes it worth it. It really is worth it for them and for everyone who gets to come on and relive their Disneyland experiences or make new ones with friends that they get to meet through the park who share this interest, this common love. It's perfect. It's just worth it. 100% worth it. Wouldn't ever change a thing because of that. You can visit Imagine Fun's Minecraft Disneyland creation for free at imaginefun.net and find their Discord channel at Imagine Fun. Also, if you don't have Minecraft and this is a little over your head, don't worry about it. You can watch YouTube videos of everything happening online on Nicholas's account at youtube.com slash mousegamer, spelled M-O-U-S-K-E-G-A-M-E-R. Hi, Carly, this is Jennifer. I am planning on a post-vaccination trip in early June to see the opening of Avengers Campus. But I'm also thinking of a post-vaccination splurge of taking the opportunity to build my own lightsaber this time. But I want to make sure that the experience is still as good with as much magic as folks have had before. I'm okay with a few changes. I haven't read any spoilers on it. But I would like to know 
is it still worth it? Is it still good with all of the COVID restrictions in place here in California? Well, thanks. Hoping to hear from you soon. Well, 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 congrats on your grand return to Disneyland Resort. I so respect you going all out, spending your coin, and truly celebrating that you are vaxxed and back at the parks and treating yourself to something fabulous. I'm going to get into it, but keep in mind, there are no experience spoilers ahead. So feel free to listen. I won't ruin anything for you or for any listeners. Now, what Jennifer is talking about here is Savi's workshop hand-built lightsabers, the intimate lightsaber building offering at Star Wars Galaxy's Edge on both coasts. It's an elevated hybrid shopping experience with some very, very special aspects. And the reason it's shrouded in mystery is because, well, it's supposed to be. Part of the story of Savi's and this area of Black Spire Outpost is that you don't want the First Order to find out this is happening, which can strangely make stuff like this, you know, wondering if anything has changed since the pandemic and the experience, so tricky to answer without absolutely spoiling the experience for yourself. So never fear. I have your answer. I watched this very cute couple called Always Believe on YouTube to compare it to the regular experience, which I have seen firsthand, and I think you should definitely still go through with it. There are a few minor changes, but mostly it's just that the staff is wearing face masks and shields as per COVID-19 safety precautions. Now, if you're like, I just want my brain to believe I am here 100% in my own Star Wars adventure, that might take away from it. But you can still hear everything fine, see everything, and the essence of this experience is still as magical. I really don't think when you're walking away with a whole lightsaber, you're going to wish they weren't wearing face masks. You know what I mean? I think you'll be a little distracted and probably filled with glee. Two tips I do have for you, though. One, absolutely make an advanced reservation, which it sounds like you're already doing, so you're on the right path. And two, be sure to arrive early. If you're late to this one, you could miss your appointment. So make sure you don't do what I do, which is cut it too close all the time and then have to speed walk across the park. That won't make for as nice of a wonderful, magical experience. Have so much fun. I'm so excited for you to come back and let us know what color kyber crystal you chose. Our family has grown. Welcome to the world, Hannah baby. Introducing a new collection. Hannah Soft, made with Tencel. It's so breathable, with stretchy comfort for all of baby's first moments. And it's cool and gentle on their skin all year round. Entrusted Hannah quality for your most precious gift. Hannah Soft, made to last. Shop now at hannahanderson.com. Our family has grown. Welcome to the world, Hannah baby. Introducing a new collection. Hannah Soft, made with Tencel. It's so breathable, with stretchy comfort for all of baby's first moments. And it's cool and gentle on their skin all year round. Entrusted Hannah quality for your most precious gift. Hannah Soft, made to last. Shop now at (laughs) hannahanderson.com. That's 
our show! Thank you all so much for listening and for joining me on this wild Minecraft ride. Thank you to Max Hassan for teaching me about games. You can find him on YouTube at Max Laser and Instagram at the Max Laser, both spelled L-A-Z-E-R. And thank you to Leah for letting me Zoom with your son so I can be less of an out-of-touch goofball. Visit Love and Lion on Instagram or loveandlion.com for customizable tattoos, which are such good gifts. They always go over well. Personalized stickers and a line of funny, witty, and intelligent merchandise, including mugs, sweatshirts, and other goodies. Leah surprised me with personalized stickers of my dog Morty's face last year, and I've stuck them on everything. Now his little head is glued to everything I own, and I highly recommend the same lifestyle for you. Thank you to Nicholas Capaloni for teaching me all about and walking me through Imagine Fun's Minecraft Disneyland. And a very special thank you to Matthew Serrano, director of the Halix documentary, for tipping me off about Imagine Fun. Please subscribe to Very Amusing and be sure to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. It's a tiny little thing that's kind of annoying to actually do, but we are currently averaging a 4.9. And whoo, baby, we are so close to that perfect grade. The overachiever in me is unsettled. So since I can't ask y'all for an extra credit assignment to build, I don't know, a paper mache planet to get that five out of five, if there's any way you can just take a couple seconds and just tap all those stars, I'd appreciate it. So, 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 so much. Give us a -a ring-a-ding on the Churros hotline at 747churros or email us a voice note at 747churros at gmail.com. Either way it comes in, we're happy to solve all your mysteries, questions, problems, whatever. If you want even more of these stories, secrets, and shenanigans, you can find me on Patreon! Five bucks a month is all it costs for weekly newsletters, podcast minisodes, and a monthly digital zine. Come get even more amused over at carlywiesel.com slash Patreon. You can also find me, your host, Carly Wiesel, at Carly Wiesel on Instagram and Twitter. I'm on there way too much, and I shouldn't be, but you know what? It's a good time, and I'm not going to regret it. This podcast is edited meticulously by Jeff Fox. Thanks so much for listening. See you real soon. Hey, sweetheart, it's mom. What a great second season, first episode with Scott and Amy. That was so interesting. There's a lot of stuff that I don't know that I just listened to, like, and it's just floating around in my head, but it's very interesting. And I figured you will teach me all of that when we go to Disney World for Halloween. So I'm excited. I put it out there, so now it's cast in stone. And we are going to go and have the best time, and you can teach me all about the Star Wars stuff. I'm so excited. Back to Very Amusing. I'm very happy that you're back on. I have missed it so much, and I love you. I'm proud of you. And the little New York Times, that was a super cool article. I'm so proud of you. All right. I love you, and I will talk to you hopefully soon. Bye, honey.